Welcome to the World Coin Tally, guys. Wow, you're going to be a pro. What is a pro? Um, a pro is like a um bird crow. Okay. And like when when if you put it outside, the bird that will scare the birds away. Oh, a pro. So like if I put a pro out in maybe a field of corn, it'll scare all the birds away. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, if you put if like you have a real bird, you if, and if you have birds. Food, yeah, you can put it on your head, and you know what they will do? What eat it, peck no, at it, no, poop they, on you? No, they will fly and go on me, find my head, and then eat the food on it. Oh my, what would you feed them like salad? No, just they, they like bird seed instead of salad. Oh, just they right. like bird seed. That's right. So, if we have our bird dad. Let's, let's get a bird cage. Oh. You want a bird in a bird cage? No, not a real bird. Oh, I mean, just I a think, bird cage. Yeah, and just in case we get one, just in case. Okay, so what if we get a bird cage and then I catch a pro and then I'll put the pro in there and then yeah. I could watch it? No. When I was out there, I. Saw two birds in there, but okay. I went to one instead. Do you know what the white one's name is? Snowflake. I was gonna guess Snowflake. You beat me. Okay, I got one. Okay. What do pros eat at night? They don't eat anything. Oh, do, what do pros do at night? Oh, pros are not scarecrows. They're, um,. They're scared those bl- black birds. Oh, they scare so, the black birds? No, the black birds are crows. Oh, but what's a pro? Per, the pro, a crow is the birds. So, pro is it that. Oh, yeah. it's like a, like a, maybe it's a different kind of crow. Yeah, sometimes... There's signs there are never colors of birds. Well, let me ask you this then. If, if, if you want to grow up to be big and you want to become a pro, how do you do that? Can you even do it? I know how to scare one away. Yeah, how do you scare one away? You say, shoo! Oh, shoo, yeah. Shoo, shoo, Well, then, that, you know what I'm going to do? Next time I go to a race and if I see a bunch of pros, I'm going to say, shoo, shoo, shoo! in your house, you just grab a pillow and say, shoot! Shoot! Whoa, and, and that's you, aggressive. And you say, I was smacking you don't fly away. Whoa, and, oh, that's aggressive. And if they fly away and there's a little one, yeah. I will pick it up and put it in. Oh, well, that's, see, that's a little bit more helpful and kind. Let me, so, are pros nice or are they not nice? Sometimes they're nice. Yeah. And sometimes they're not nice. So let's let's really think about this. Is there really what's the big deal about being pro anyhow? Um, do you know what they do? What? They when they go on their arm, they think bees. When they go on their arm, they peck. Ah, see I don't like that. I don't think I don't think I wanna We have to quit I don't wanna hang out with pros. 
I'm just Scare- not, I'm not going to Scarecrow wakes them on him because he doesn't care. Because he's not a real person. Well, it's true. He stays in his move thing. Yeah. If it's done. Well, I think you helped clear something up for me, you know, El? Because I don't want to be a pro. I'm not going to do it. Do you know when you're after, when you're zombie? Skeleton? A zombie again? Oh, it's zombies. One. Okay, if I turn to zombies. You got to be quick here. We're going to run out of time. What do we do? What do we do? I don't want to turn into a zombie. Okay, if you turn one, not turn into one. If you, if you do that. Quick. Oh, okay. I'm just going to tell one thing. Hurry, you. Say okay, goodbye. Bye, guys. Good work. Good job. stuff. Silence is killing me. Come on, J Mac. I'm summoning J Mac. Yes! Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another podcast where Anchor finally worked. Now, all we need to do is hope that Anchor allows our voices to remain while we do our thing, right? Because I don't know for those listening, the last one we did, we go all the way through the segment and the very end, because Anchor cut us off, what, twice? At least. Uh, Jason and I just disappeared, and our guests just continued talking to phantom questions. It's like he was having a conversation with himself. <laughs> it's like, like, what the hell? So anyhow, welcome, welcome, welcome to another uh, podcast of Triumph. I'm your host, Jeff Fairbanks, the Prince of Pain, also known as the Triumph Project. I am accompanied, since we haven't done this together, by my co-host, the always exceptional, the always fantastic wow. and awesome-er, J-Man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And so I thought, what better way to bring this in is like, let's just do a little battle because you're into rap. That's right. Totally. And I feel like let's just keep it. Let's just keep it fun. Okay. But let's let's just see what we got for our skills. Let's go. I'm like, let's just, let's just, I don't know if you want to start. I mean, the music's starting. Uh Uh-oh. You got music too? Oh. Come on, dude. You know how we do it. Uh, I don't know how we roll. But what I don't know is, do you want to go first? Oh. Did you hear that? I did. The suspense is building. You want in or you want me to kick this off? Uh, how about I'm going to go, man? Go. All right. We ready? Born, born ready. Okay. I was born Jason, but you could call me J-Mac. Out on the bike, I like to attack. <laughs> okay. This is going to go good. Okay, J-Mac is a legend, they say. His first experience with spandex was in the ballet. (laughs) (laughs) My co-host is Mr. Jeff Fairbanks. This time of year, we we like to give lots of thanks. Wow, you are so kind. J-Mac loves the pain, he don't care. Doesn't even shed a tear when his bowel movement is square. (laughs) My partner in crime is the Prince of Pain. I checked my weather app this morning, and you know what? It's going to rain. <laughs> well done. Okay. J-Mac is a high roller. He don't need to steal. He took the seat off his bike just for the way that it feels. Jesus. <laughs> Crank the music, man. Can you not hear it? There we go. I got it now. Okay. 
every day. I'm inspired by my, by my brothers and sisters on Team Mojo. They kick lots of ass, but not in a dojo. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. Max says body glide doesn't cure everything because he still gets chafing around his nipple rings. <laughs> My favorite passion is to swim, bike, and run. But I hang out with Mr. Jeff Fairbanks because he's a lot of fun. <laughs> Gay Max, he don't ever cry. He said if looks could kill, he'd watch you all die. <laughs> all right, I'm going to bring it home. You ready? You ready? Yeah, I you got ready? one more after you. Uh, okay, bring cool. I got, I, got, I got a last one for you. Here we go. Uh-oh. I was up really early this morning for a, thir- a 4.30 group ride on Zwift. I was cranking Eminem because I don't like to listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> shake it off. Shake it off. Don't burn bridges is what they say. J-Max says, shit, they'll help light the way. Oh, really? That was... I don't know. I think I got to throw it on the mic with my finale. Yeah, I think you dropped it. <laughs> All right, that's our moment. That's our moment. Uh, so today, I <laughs> hope you had some fun with that. We actually have a rocking guest. Uh, Jill, I'm not even going to try to do the last name. You can, do it your, you can do it yourself because I butcher tons of stuff. But um, I would say Kun. Is that wrong? It's Kuhn. Damn it. <laughs> That's okay, Jill. The first time Jeff and I ever did our podcast together, he messed up my last name. I, what, Nakalusko? <laughs> no, it wasn't even close to that. It was Michael like... Costco? You... <laughs> Anyways, welcome, Jill. Thank you. Yeah, Jill, let me give this... So, I've been following Jill on Instagram. Jeez, um, I don't know. From the beginning. Years. I don't, it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just, I'm all into the positive stuff. So I just have always appreciated the outlook on stuff. Um, you know, your journey, obviously, I, 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 won't, uh, I won't put any spoilers in there. But um, I'm just, my hat's off to you. Uh, I'm honored that, you, that uh, you took some time to come on here and kind of share your story with everybody and um, rap a little bit with us. <laughs> and kind of, you know, I'm definitely off the cuff. Uh, Jason's way more business. And so he'll probably have... Uh, some prepped questions or whatnots, but um, dude, I spent all my prep time on my rap. <laughs> dude, I hope that, dude, that's fun. I like that shit. You got me that was voting. great. This is this has to be like a, a weekly thing now. So <laughs> we should have people vote on which line they like best. Or exactly. Um, so without further ado, uh, Jill, if you wouldn't mind, could you kind of introduce yourself, kind of what you're about, and sort of if you can kind of let us know how you came into the world of endurance. Um, to kind of start off and then we'll get into kind of your personal story, I think would be fantastic. Okay, sure. You'll have to excuse a little frog in my throat. I have four boys, young boys who uh, don't like to share unless it's germs. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I got a late start. Um, I was never athletic as a kid. Um, in fact, I was quite the opposite. I actually was on the track team when I was 12, but I got hit in the head with a shot put. And so I quit the team and <laughs> never, ever performed any kind of sport again after that. Um, that actually required two brain surgeries. And uh, 
that was just the end of the <laughs> athletic ambitions I had. Oh my god! Oh my! You, okay, wait, hold hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what, like, yeah, we can't kind of skip over that. Yeah, you can't just skim <laughs> over that. No. So shot put it me in the head, avoided a javelin, and uh, yeah, I'm good though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, you know, what the odds are of getting hit in the head of a shot put at a track meet, but um, if the odd is there, it's, it's going to be me. Um, but yeah, I was 12 and, um, I was, I was in standing in the right place, but just, I guess the girl threw it the wrong way and I caught it and, uh, I ended up getting a blood clot in my brain that had to be removed. And then the second surgery, they had to remove several, um, crushed skull pieces that were in my brain. Oh my. So can you imagine like that kid? I mean, like, was that a friend of yours or just a random kid? Like a random kid from another school. Oh, oh my gosh, man. Did you keep the shot put? <laughs> Bronze what, thing. What do you call that? Is it just a shot put or like a metal ball? At that, it's a shot put. At that age, it was um, an eight-pound ball of steel. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Jesus. And did you get knocked out or did you just take it? Just, oh, uh, watch it. Oh. I guess I was, um, I was, guess I was in and out of consciousness. You know, that's not, I don't remember, but I mean, people were telling me that I was saying things and doing things, but I have no recollection or, you know, aware of it. Um, what was the craziest thing you heard that you said? Do you, do you remember? Uh, well, really, I was just I was worried about my parents having to pay. I wouldn't let, I wouldn't let them take me to the hospital. I was oh, to my God. Drugs and <laughs> anyone to pay a bill. Do you see the heart was already established way back when you're 12 years old? I mean, I'm yeah. saying, oh, that's crazy. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. Sorry to get sidetracked, but I was like, shop it? Did you buy it? I feel like you should have got a lotto ticket or something. That's right. I don't know if I've ever... Well, and so that was when I was 12, and I really didn't get back. To, I mean, I ran off and on, but I never did anything um, structured until my late 30s, about 30, 37. How old are you now, Joe? I'm 42. Okay, cool. Yeah. 39 over here. 43. Yeah. J-Mac! We I'm got a res- senior. We got to respect <laughs> our elder now. Respect our elder, that's right. I feel bad. So, okay, so you it's started nap your nap time for me. <laughs> it's right. It's almost dinner time for you, isn't it? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so you you started your your kind of uh athletic endeavor or whatever later in life, but what was it that sparked you to do that? I mean, what why, you know what I'm saying? Like why why then? I think just um having four young kids, they were close together. My um I had them all within um 6 years, all four boys. And, um, you know, four boys was crazy chaos and I needed some kind of outlet, something for me. I feel like I'd kind of forgotten about myself along the way and I didn't want, I didn't want to be that kind of person or that kind of mother. Yeah. It's five against one, right? Cause you got, right. you got your husband, four kiddos that are all dudes That's and then it. yourself. And what are the ages of your kids, Jill? Uh, um, 11, 10, uh, seven and six. Oh, I don't know how you do it. I got to take my hats off. Okay, so just another layer of badass. Uh, we, we have two, uh, seven and four, so just on the verge of doing the eight and five. And it, it is literally cracked throttle. Uh, I mean, just to get up, throttle's wide open, you know, all day long. Uh, love them, but it is, it is such a different uh, – it, it's kind of a, that statement you made. You, you, you definitely forget about – kind of like you, 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 you know, cause it's always like you have all these other individuals that are, you know, basically going like me, me, me. And as much as you're trying to establish that, right. I mean, this is just my humble opinion, but I'm like, 
hats off to you to doubling the effort that I feel tired on. So I, I really feel like, gosh, man, it's one of those situations where like, I can't really complain. <laughs> you know, because I look at I look at some of my friends who would say things to me like when we first started having kids and they'd be like, I'm so tired. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, I know it's so rough. Like you got to go to work and then just come home. Like, oh, man, that's geez. You know, like, how do you do it? You know, like and then and then it's like then you get to the kids, you rise up and then it's like, holy crap, I still do what they did. Plus kid, you know what I mean? So it's like you're doing that plus what I'm doing plus times two more <laughs> right i'm just saying yeah there's no, uh, no downtime in my day so you you come to the point where you have you're having your kids you get into your life and you're like you know what i'm going to do some me time and for some reason you turn to thinking that endurance and triathlon is the way to do that it wasn't like <laughs> Let me find something else that's going to suck all my time. Or yeah, like I'm just curious. I'm just curious what – because I'm trying to get to the root of why that – like how did you get into that? Because I think a lot of times when I've told people like, oh, I'm going to go try a triathlon, they're like, hey, yeah, what are you, nuts, you know, type of a thing? So yeah. where, where was your connection there? Well, I think I just went out for a run one day, and I, it was quiet. You know, I went without music, and there's never quiet in my life. Like I, I never have any – there's just never any peace. And so when I went out and I ran – I thought, wow, you know, I, this is something where I can escape. I can run away and just. That's cool. And, you know, running led to triathlon. And you didn't get hit in the head with a shot put. So you were like, score. (laughs) (laughs) We wear helmets. That's right. It's a win-win. I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we wear helmets. This is why. After my head injury, I had to wear a helmet for a year. Oh, jeez. He was making fun of her, and she like, oh, God. Jason, you're a jerk, man. Seriously. (laughs) No, but that's actually really cool, right? So I never thought of it that way. You're actually, when you go out for a run, it's just you and your thoughts, and Mm -hmm. you did that to kind of escape the craziness that is your – I mean, obviously, four kids is awesome, but it is kind of crazy, so – it's always crazy, yes. Yeah. I always say, I don't know how you do it. And honestly, I don't know how I do it either. But I think that <laughs> running in triathlon gives me some little bit of sanity so I can survive the chaos. <laughs> so, so you started running. How about, did you, any swimming background? Uh, no, actually, I didn't even know how to swim. Um, nice. I never put my head underwater until I was 38 years old. And I took a swim lesson with my two little ones with their swim teacher in her backyard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, man. Full uh, I could never swim. And now you're so okay. Okay, so you went running. I'm still, I'm still missing the triathlon connection here. Okay. All I'm hearing you say is that you went running and you liked it, and that led to triathlon. But there had to have been a moment when you're like, did someone say to you, "Hey, do you want to do a triathlon?" Where you kind of like, well, this running got this down. Like maybe I'm going to add some other things to it. Because I mean, think about it. You, you, you never swam until, uh, you know, adulthood, right? So, so I'm assuming maybe you probably rode a bike as a kid whatever but running essentially led to this and so i'm trying to figure out what was it that got you in there and then what was it that got you hooked so when i after i ran my first marathon um i hadn't yet wait wait time out (laughs) what's that yeah you pull this shit out of your pocket it's like so then you know i got you okay let me get there so not one for moderation within a year from running from the date that i started running within a year i ran my first marathon okay um, oh. I don't do things 
moderately. Um, so you're in the right, you're in the right program then. There's like no in between with this with no. this show. So, um, and and so going from zero to marathon, you know, stuff on my body, and I had health issues that I hadn't discovered yet, and I was dealing with those. And that first marathon kicked my ass. I mean, I was it was it was you know a hard time to recover. And so I thought about triathlon as kind of balancing and giving my body more than just running. I love how everybody thinks triathlon is like, not only say easier, and you didn't say easier, but right. So it's like, but I guess that makes sense, right? Because I hate just running. So the swimming and biking part works out. But so you did it more for, I can't, my body can't sustain this running on its own. So let me try and find something else to go along with it. Oh, look, let's swim and bike. (laughs) (laughs) That's so much easier. No, definitely not easy. No, I know you're saying right, but I no, it it makes total sense. What what was that Uh-oh. sound? What did that mean? Oh, uh, we lost her. No. Are, are can they rejoin? I don't even know. How it's... Fucking anchor. <laughs> oh no. <sighs> All right, uh, circling back, yippee-yay, mofo. I don't have to rap again, do I? No, no, we're keeping this shit. Are you kidding okay, me? Good. Do you, even know, do you even know what that was? That was like, what was that? I don't know. I, just, I heard the anchor noise, and then I'm like, that can't be a good sound. And she got wonder, dropped somehow. I wonder if somebody called into her phone. Oh, maybe. Uh, okay, All circling right. back. Oh, this music's amazing. There you are. I'm here. Man, you just obviously Jason said something to upset you. <laughs> I was talking away. Man, and then just now watch. Now I got to. Oh, oh we're all there. <laughs> so, Joe, you were saying that after being careened by a shot put and then was like, yeah, I'm going to do a marathon and slaughtering dragons and whatnot, you decided to take on triathlon. Yes, yes. And so I wanted to know, uh, tell us about your first experience of triathlon, and is that what kind of hooked you? Like, what was your first try, you know? Like, yes. did you just full on Ironman? Just like, screw it, just go right to the top, do no, an Ironman? Coach, and she wouldn't let me. She was starting me from the beginning, so I had a sprint. <laughs> <laughs> good, you have a governor. That's good. That's right. Um, so I'm going to do a sprint try, and I remember I had mentioned earlier I had some unknown health issues. Yep. Well, uh, about a week before my first sprint try, well, okay, let me back up. Signed up for a, a try initially, and when I first started training, um, I just gotten out of my bike. My first time, I got out a couple times with a friend. My first time to go out on my very own, I had a bike accident. And, oh Jesus! And I ended up shattering my clavicle and getting something called adhesive capsulitis in my shoulder. So I had to have two surgeries from that. And. Um, so biking, and you know, when I got into triathlon, I actually thought biking would be the easiest part of all. And it has proven to be the biggest challenge for me. Um, even though I didn't know how to swim, that I ended up learning and mastering. But the biking, um, since the accident, it's been a little tough getting over that. Uh, I'm a little gun shy. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I don't know what else is. I'm like, holy shit, man, what's next? Okay, Next. Oh, there's next, a, yeah. yes, there's always a next with me. So, so then after, after it was probably about seven months of physical therapy before I can get back to training. So I signed up for another 
um, sprint triathlon. I was going to let it stop me. And those health issues that had been um, niggling at me for a long time, of about a week before my first triathlon, after I'd finally gone through all this training, after I'd overcome the bike accident, um, I woke up and I couldn't walk at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my whole body was swollen in a rash. Oh my I could not move a joint. So I ended up getting um, a diagnosis finally after a few years, and um, I, they, they told me I had rheumatoid arthritis. What? Okay. Yeah. So um, I actually I was devastated because I had gone through all the bike accident. I'd gone through, you know, by this point it had been almost it had been about a year and a half of trying to get to this triathlon. And you've and, had four kids. Yeah, and I put in all this training, and I was gonna not I couldn't walk. So um, my rheumatologist. Um, actually he just, he gave me this concoction of steroids and medications to get me going. And I did that first triathlon. And when I crossed that finish line, I, I knew it was for me. Like I knew like that was my saving grace. And I knew that if I couldn't walk a week before and I could do and finish this sprint triathlon, I figured there was pretty much nothing I couldn't do. I, you're pretty much unstoppable. I mean, right. as, look at how much life is thrown at you. And it's like, nope, nice try shot put, nice try <laughs> car wreck. Uh, or bike rack or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And so, okay, so now, so you've done your first try. Wolverine. You are. You're <laughs> like, just don't matter. That's right. Exactly. What else so, you got? That's it. So, how has RA, uh, how has RA been affecting you with what you've been doing for, uh, you know, just uh, you know, just everyday life? You know, I mean, aside from triathlon, because. Explain maybe a little bit to the people listening who may not know what that is. Okay, um, and that's actually really good that you're having me do that because most people, when they hear rheumatoid arthritis, they just hear old lady, I, my you know, hands hurt, I have some arthritis in my knees type of business. But rheumatoid arthritis is um, an autoimmune disease. And so it, it, it's basically your body attacking itself. Um, it, it generally shows in your joints, but it also leads to other autoimmune issues. Like I also have hypothyroidism, osteoporosis, uveitis, um, it's basically just when your body's at war with itself and hopefully with medications, you can get into remission and, um, which I've not yet been able to do, but what I'm working on. Um, so in my daily life, really just getting out of bed is tough every day, but you know, being a mom of four, I don't really have an option. So they get me up, you know, in a hurry. And, uh, I just, I guess, you know, I'm obviously I'm one that doesn't quit and, uh, yeah. what's the, yeah. <laughs> So I kind of yeah, you, like it just another another challenge for me. Well, and it's and, and that's one of those things with like the social thing. It's just like you know, with all that that uh, illusion of of uh, happy, right? I mean, it's like you know, you make things look really easy, or you pick like the best photos, or you pick your best this or best that, right? But you know, w within that, you know, underneath that, maybe would be a better way to say is that you know, there's this internal turmoil that you're really dealing with that even amplifies those things that you are showcasing to people. So like that run, you know, that's significantly different than someone like, I'll just even use myself, like, you know, me going, getting up and going out for a run or like J-Mac who does it at freaking O-Dark 30 every damn day. Um, you know, that's a different, that's a different victory. You know, mine might be like, oh, I did, you know, whatever many miles, but yours is like, okay, one, uh, you know, I'm not in as much pain or I'm coping with this pain, but then secondary to that is like, I'm also on top of that going to then put the stress on my body of running, swimming, biking. So, I mean, <clears throat> just another reason why, I, you know, tip in my hat, you know, and uh, I've kind of known about your backstory uh, for some time now. And I've just, I've just always been 
um, impressed with your ability to kind of wear the smile. Cause I can see very easily how you can circle into that rabbit hole of like, woe is me. You know I mean? Look at how much life has tried to kick you in the, you know, and you're like, bring it, you know? Well, I always found that, you know, I, I feel like attitude is pretty much the only thing you can control in your life. There's nothing else that you can control. And um, I like having control. <laughs> and so I feel like that, you know, if I can control that and keep it positive, then that's what I'm going to do. And I don't. And I feel like if I lay in bed and whine and mope about how bad I feel, then RA is going to win. And that sucks. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to let it. I mean, that's a great point. I mean, it's, it's like to some of the people out there that, you know, they ask certain things. I mean, I think, do you really coin uh, the, the belief um, in being sort of like another, another tool in your, in your belt of badassery, you know, I mean, would um, it's funny. I, it's funny because I don't look at myself like a badass, you know, I um, it's hard not to look at myself as broken because everything that, you know, I have to fight through. Um, but I guess I've just had to try to look at it and, you know, and by following me, you know, that I, I focus on what I can do rather than what I can't. And that's how I've had to turn it around. And, you know, I may not be fast like I, I was in the beginning or I am when I'm not in a flare. I may not, you know, I may, come in last place in a race if, if I'm not in a good place with my health, but I still can do it. And so, you know, as long as I can, I will. I, I hope those listening that, that, that hits home because there's so many people that, you know, Oh, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want, you know, it's like we get, there's so many of us that get to have opportunities to, see, to do certain things that it's not as easy for others, you know? And like, I'll relay back to this race I had in Boulder where I ran with a guy that was a double amputee, you know? And here I am bitching about getting a cramp. You know, this guy's, this guy's dealing with like major irritation on his, on his joints from his prosthetics, you know? And it's like, that was a big kick to me because I'm like, holy, Hey, pull, pull your head out of your ass, buddy. Uh, you know, you're bitching about a cramp, dude. And so I went and ran with the guy. Um, I was just on my, my second lap. So it was a, a two loop course. And so I couldn't continue with him. Like we split to go one goes finish one goes second lap. But man, I tell you that stuff like hearing your story. And I mean, this is the crap that just fuels me. It's not necessarily to say like, I don't think you uh, put it like this. I'm not trying to like glorify the, the condition or anything like that. I, I'm, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Are you all still there? I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, <laughs> what was that? I'm like, God dang it. <laughs> uh, I was about to get really pissed. So what I'm trying to say is like, I'm really trying to glorify the fact of, of your will, you know, and I love that you say like, I'm iron will Jill, because that to me, like that you just, that's what you represent, you know? And that's the part that I, that my hat goes off so much to is like, yeah, don't let this, don't let that shit get you down, you know? Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. And I hope the people listening kind of, I don't know. And can suck up some other stuff and realize that, yes, you are a badass, Jill. Yes, you are. You know, <laughs> and other people just, <laughs> that's why I wanted to share some of these stories. I'm trying to find those gems. And it's like, yeah, it's easy to go, you know, the guy that's super fast or the girl that's super fast, you know, oh, I, you know, I train. That's what I get paid to do. It's like, no, I think the true badasses are the people like us doing, you know, real jobs and, uh, you know, trying to hang on to this thing just to go out and kind of have a good time, regardless of, your, your metal and all that other 
for sorry, but that's bullshit to me. <laughs> I don't know. Just, that ain't why I'm in it. You know, I'm in it to hear stuff like this or to find those people on the course, like that guy. And just, you know what? Like, you know, that's what I'm about. So Jason, well, why don't I you think- fucking talk for a minute? <laughs> I, I mean, I, uh, you, you said it all. I'll throw out, I, I need, a, I need an amen from that one, Fairbanks. Uh, can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I, I mean, I just like, this is, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are impressed. Okay. So people as in non endurance athletes are quote unquote impressed with what I do. And I'm like, that's bullshit. I, I am fortunate I am physically able to get up every morning and do what I do. Um, so I'm not the one you should be impressed with. So kudos to you there, Iron Will Jill. <laughs> Thank you. And I hope, um, and, and I've, I'm not, I've, you know, when Jeff, obviously, you know, typical Fairbanks, hey, we're talking to Jill in like three minutes. Uh, here, here's <laughs> her Instagram um, um, handle. So I will definitely start following you. And, um, I am just totally into inspiration and badassery. So, uh, I am honored to be, uh, to be talking to you. Well, I appreciate that. I, uh, you know, I don't want to be a martyr for a cause that mm, mm-hmm. whenever I came out with telling people I had rheumatoid arthritis, uh, cause I don't want to be a martyr. I, I you know, I don't want to be, I want, uh, um, I, I'd rather be a badass than a martyr. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Bammo. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of what that's how that's been my whole push. You know, like I did that big journey thing to connect with people. It really was nothing about, I don't know, trying to showcase myself. You know, I had a personal challenge, but I mean, aside from that, Jason's heard all this crap. It's the same story. I find that, you know, maybe there's a way that I can utilize, you know, through the people I met or whatever the stuff that I'm doing is like highlighting things like this, where just like you said, it's not really about me trying to say like, oh, you know, uh, I'm not a doctor to talk about RA, you know, but I think that if you're hearing about people and the things that they're overcoming, regardless of what that is, right. Yeah. I mean, like, I just think when you get to hear those things, you know, it, it can, it can help people put some things in perspective. And for me, like doing this sport, I think that was one of the biggest things is like, you know, my history is that I didn't have any real inkling in, in any of these disciplines as well. I mean, I surfed, so I thought I could swim, but I never was in a freaking pool. Like I never swam a lap. Right. And so I think for me, this, this intrinsic reward has come from figuring out that like I could do more, you know, and I think that's amplified in a lot of ways to certain people by the things that they can realize they can do. Right. Cause it's way easier, just like you said, to just be like, oh, I can't, you know? Well, and I think so many um, average people, like I consider myself average, you know, they say they don't have the time or they have this health issue or they, something holding them back where they don't do it. And I guess that's kind of who I hope to appeal to. I hope I'm showing people that, you know, that no matter what their reason, because we all have a reason why we can't do it or why we, you know, why it's difficult for us to do it. It's whether or not we listen to that reason or we keep going. Well, and I'll, I'll, I'll add on to it like this. I I consider myself the same, same way. So I I think that in this circle, we can say we're average people doing above average things. There you Mm -hmm. go. And that to me is badass. So and I think it's cool that there is so many different things, Jill, that you could have done to, um, I use the word cope and that's a really bad word, but to, um, you know, you could have done the opposite of exercise. You could have just drank. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you could have <laughs> I don't know. Eat. Yeah, no, but, but seriously, you could have eat, just sat on the couch and be eating your, you know, I mean, you were, 
you were literally knocked in the head many times in life and you just kept going. And I think that's the coolest thing about our sport is uh, we choose to do it versus versus the other the other side. Do um do your kids know how badass you are or do they? Uh, you know, I think that they do and they've yeah. gone them into triathlon and everything. And so I think that, um, you know, whenever, whenever I go up to their school, they'll ask me if I'll wear one of my Ironman hats or Ironman, nice. shoes, you know, so I think they're pretty proud and they tell all their friends that I'm Iron Will, Iron Jill. <laughs> I, I That's <laughs> cool. So Jill, can you tell people that, that, uh, are listening how they can get, uh, get to kind of uh, follow you, contact, whatever, you know, if you can give your details for that stuff. Yeah. Um, um, on, Iron, um, on Instagram, I'm Iron Will Iron Jill. And I also have a Facebook page, Iron Will Iron Jill, and also um, a blog. Um, and th- that is uh, www.ironwillironjill.com. So it's pretty simple to find me. Well, there you go. Just keep just Iron Will Iron Jill and just <laughs> replicate that across the social platforms and you'll probably find something. And there I am. And, uh, yeah, I just the, like Jason was kind of saying. It's it's interesting what we pick, like picking your poison, right? Could have right. done a lot of different things, you know. When we pick this, but I think maybe maybe could you shed a little bit of light? I have kind of a shorter day today before we got to kick off here in a few minutes. But it, it, we were talking last week with a guy named Kyle, and he had he he overcame some heart disease, um, and he was kind of talking about some of the indications that kind of helped him to kind of pay attention to that stuff. And I'm just curious you know, from what you've learned and gone through, is there any type of indications that uh, maybe to those that might be listening or something like that, that uh, that sort of led you to kind of go in and, and check some stuff out? Or was it literally by surprise? No, I'd actually, it actually took me two years to get a diagnosis. Um, and I guess my biggest piece of advice there is just to not give up on finding an answer. Um, I had to go to um, several doctors. I was actually getting like, uh, I was going in, I had a port put in and they were giving me daily infusions of iron and I was getting all these different medications. I just did not get the right diagnosis for two years. And um, I guess just to listen to the symptoms, listen to your body, because, you know, chances are you're not crazy, but there is something going on. So, uh, you know. What do you have coming up, Jill? What's on the, on the schedule for the next six months? I was well, just going to ask that. That's ah, freaking crazy. Seven ah. I have um, my first ultra 50 miler, the Rocky Raccoon. Sure, of Jesus. course you do. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you should put some backpack on with uh, some lead weight in it or something. Carry you some should shots. carry all four of your boys on your back. You should. I should. I'm going to I'm I'm train. <laughs> Shit, man. So I, I have that. I have to do everything once. That's what I do. You know, um, I know people like try to keep bettering their times on one race. I have to do at least everything once. Cool. So I'm going to do the ultra. And then um, I just did the New York marathon about six weeks ago. And so um, I signed up for the Chicago marathon. So I'm going to see about maybe eventually getting myself through the world. Oh. When Chicago, is that the spring or the fall? So, so, so far on the calendar, I just have the 50 miler in February and the marathon in October. I'd like to go between. You, you better get on your summer. It's looking a little lame. Yeah, well, I live in Texas. I live in Houston. It's hot. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> but I may try to throw in some tries there. What about Waco? Yeah, I would love to, but it's, it's near, near Chicago, so it's too close. Oh, oh gotcha, gotcha. And, you know, another good one, if you ever want to come this way, is um, Galveston. That's probably about my favorite race. I really love it. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. I've been toying around because uh, a buddy Robert's down there. I think. Uh, yes. 
and um, he's been he's been bugging me to come down there and do a race. And it's not that bad of a drive from where I'm at here in Colorado. So, um, yeah, maybe I'll get an opportunity to cross paths with you uh, in real life versus yeah. just virtual means. <laughs> Give you a high five. That's right. I'm bringing him back. I'm bringing back high fives. And I'm just sorry, but that's what I'm going <laughs> to do. Well, Jill, I appreciate your time. And um, and like I said, it's uh, great to kind of hear your story. I, I'm I'm still shocked. I'm like, what the? I had no idea. I didn't know that much. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little incredible. It's a little hard to believe, really. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just glad you don't have a big ego. It's like, holy crap. <laughs> I know. That's I keep waiting for our guests that have like this huge ego. and It's impressive. <laughs> It is very impressive. I'm into it. So I, maybe we're uh, we're select we're doing good selection. I don't know. Yeah, look at so, us. Look at us go. A little hey, reward. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully our reward can be anchor not dropping us off here every time. Ah. <laughs> so all right, go uh, go. I don't know what you have on tap for today. Probably some type of heavy lifting and you know amongst other yeah. craziness, Jill. But um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, for those listening, check out Iron Will, Iron Jill, uh, also J Mac on, uh, and screw me, you don't need to see my stuff. But, yeah. um, Fairbanks, I play yeah. some music in the background while you chat. Do it. What do you got? Can you hear it? Is this Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a little little tribute to Iron Will, Jill. It's Survival by Eminem. <laughs> Oh, there you go. It's a little hard for me to hear it. Have to make that my theme song. <laughs> Maybe that's what we got to just, just, we should bring a speaker next time we, uh, if we all happen to be at the race with, that's with right. uh, Jill and we can just blast that. That's right. <laughs> just follow her. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, Trying Project out. J-Mac out. Uh, Iron Will, Iron Jill, we are out. We will talk to you all again. Thank you so much. Uh, go forth and rock. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks. you, Jill. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, guys. You, you bet.